We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome, everybody. This is the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia, and uh, I'm flying solo today. A little hashtag solo Joe action as we break down the Major League Baseball slate for you. We got uh, only two games in the afternoon, so we're going to leave that alone because two game slates, I just kind of say, bah, leave it leave it be. It's not worth it. I know the Indians are on there, but uh, it's, it's not enough to really get too excited about. So let's go concentrate on the main slate tonight uh, there will be a fair amount of action out there for all you people still looking to make a little bit more cash playing major league baseball dfs before it goes away until next year we've only got a couple weeks left so let's get to it top of the board of pitchers jake arietta 9600 he is in milwaukee now arietta is a guy who obviously in the beginning of the year things were just not clicking right but the positive was the strikeout rate was always there now arietta has had a really good run here in the second half has been outstanding the last outing Against the Pirates, just two and a third, four strikeouts, three earned. Not his best outing, but obviously he's had a really good favor with fantasy owners over the recent stretch. He's been averaging around 39 points in his last six starts coming into that previous game. And he's got Zach Davies, who's very good uh, this year. He's pitched very well, but at the same time, Arietta at 96, I think you can feel very good about him. I know the ballpark factor isn't great, but if you look at the rest of the group in terms of cash games, Carlos Martinez is the next one. He's in Cincinnati, so ballpark factor equally tricky, although he does have the easier opponent in Homer Bailey. So Martinez and Arietta very, very tight here. They're tight in price. They're tight in terms of the idea of the ballpark factor. They're both on the road, but Carlos Martinez does have one positive over Arietta, and it's not the $100 savings or $200 savings. It's actually, it's the opponent specifically Homer Bailey, uh, who I, I, you know, at this point, you know, Homer Bailey is a complete gas can. So if you are looking for the W and you really think that Carlos Martinez, because he's going against Homer Bailey, has a little bit more opportunity there, I can't blame you. 
All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to approve that message. I think he is not quite as safe in terms of return on quality start as Arietta. I think Arietta is the safer one, but if you are really pressed and offensively, as you continue to do lineups and you can't squeeze in those one or two bats that you really need, and you need a couple hundred dollars salary relief in cash games, it's okay to fade Arietta to Martinez because of the homie Bailey factor. I think that's good enough. Dallas Keuchel next on the board. He's at home, 8,900. Keuchel's season obviously been a bit maligned this year with the injuries, with the neck, with a couple other issues. And we all know that Keuchel's strong suit is pitching deep into games. So if he's pitching deep into games, that's what we want. He's not a big strikeout guy, so he's really a little bit win-dependent, quality start-dependent. And I think he's got that opportunity to return that as well. He's going against Carson Fulmer tonight, the uh, the rookie who is very inefficient, so lots of bullpen in that one. Keiko at home. I think also a safe cash game option, not quite as safe as Ariana Martinez because we're talking about the lack of K potential. So if things do go wrong for Keiko, you can pretty much kiss your lineup goodbye. So Keiko would really have to be a situation where you've paid out for extraordinary bats and you feel very good about it. But in GPP play, I think Keiko is right there at the top of the board and with good reason. Tanner Rourke at 86 the tricky thing with Rourke is this. He's going against Dickey. The Braves are not a good baseball team. There might be some weather in the forecast to worry about. But here's the thing. Rourke, as bad as he was in the first half, he's been pretty good over the last four starts. Six innings or more in the last four. The strikeout rate has bounced back. He's got four straight quality starts. I think at 86 against the Braves, he is my favorite GPP pitcher on the night. Paxton, as great as he is, probably talent-wise, might be one of the best on this slate. Trouble is... Last outing, inning and a third, uh, he's coming back from injury. It's just the same old thing with Keiko. I don't think you can take the risk with Keiko of him finishing this game or giving you a good return. It The risk is extraordinary for 8,400. Now, if it was 8K, maybe. If it was 78, absolutely. But I think at 84, unless you're doing a multi-entry GPP style play, that's where Paxton is in there because I think his ownership will be last for that very reason because of the risk he offers. Now, he does bring strikeout potential, which is good. That's a positive. He's facing Cole Hamels tonight, and Hamels certainly not a thrilling season for Hamels on the year, the ERA around four. But of late, he has been pretty good as well. Two straight quality starts for him, 12 strikeouts in his last 13. Uh, he's given up five walks in that span, which is not great, but manageable. But that's the other part of the Paxton equation is you're really not getting a soft, cushy opponent in Hamels, despite the fact that it's a down year. Zach Davies is the oppo play against the Cubs. I don't love that. However, Jay Happ at 7,600, I will endorse because Happ is that guy that can bring you, and I talked about it on the podcast last week, and he turned in a quality start with nine strikeouts against Detroit and a 52-point spot. Happ is that guy that can deliver that. So I like the strikeout rate with Happ. I like the fact that he's at home. Uh, I do like the opponent as well. The Kansas City Royals have, you know, fallen off quite a bit. Moustakas has really come down, you know, back to earth, kind of, yeah, maybe maybe just tiring. Same with Sal Perez. Hasn't been right since he came back from that injury. So all in all, that's probably where the line stops. Jay Happ at 7,600. On the other side, the pitchers we want to target tonight, uh, Homer Bailey, let's fire it up right there. Lots of Cardinals, and there's some cheap ones too. Piscotti's been very cheap around that uh, low 2K range. Uh, I think Matt Carpentry can get involved here. Basically, let's, you know, Yadier Molina. We can find as many Cardinals as we want here and try to put that in play. Uh, we've also got Gabriel Yanoa, who is in play tonight as well against the Tampa Bay Buc- uh, Tampa. See, this is what happens when you're doing too much football. You start to say Buccaneers instead of Rays. My mind is already there, but that's all right. It, this happens to the best of us, even me. Uh, Gabriel, you know, against the Tampa Bay Rays in Baltimore. Uh, probably a high expected run total there as well. 
in that one. Uh, you've also got Minnesota, Detroit, Adelberto Mejia, and Zimmerman on the mound. So I would look for Minnesota and Detroit to be viable offenses uh, as well. But Homer Bailey's really the main one. Want to troll him, want to troll him hard. I would be careful of Nationals because even though it's R.A. Dickey, Knuckleballs are knuckleballs, you know, you get that one good night where the wind is right and the air temperature is just what it needs to be, and all of a sudden that knuckleball is extremely effective. All right, top of the board, a catcher, 3,400 Wilson Contreras, but Yadier Molina at 32, I'd save the 200 in cash games and go that route for sure. Uh, we talked a little bit before about that Baltimore-Tampa game, Matt Andres on the mound uh, against the uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays against Baltimore Orioles. Well, in King Casillo, he's all right at 29. I think he can do better. I think catcher is a spot tonight where because you're limited in terms of the amount of games, not a full slate of games tonight, I think you can look at the bottom of a $2,600 Luke Roy or maybe a $2,500 Martin. Or if you really want to go to the bottom of the barrel, do the old Todd Zola thing. Look at the $2,100 catcher, $2,200 catcher who's hitting in a good spot in the order. Stephen Volk the other night was hitting fifth or sixth. Uh, that kind of situation, you might be able to steal a couple points, you know, get a two to three times investment just by a guy getting on base once and not have to worry about busting out a catcher. That is certainly what I would recommend tonight with not a lot of great options outside of the safest one being Yadier Molina in Cincinnati. All right, Joey Votto, top of the board at first base, 43. Tough matchup, though, against Martinez. Freddie Freeman, same thing against Work, who's been good, but Freeman's still in play. However, Matt Carpenter at 39, ding, ding, ding. That's where I want to be living today with Matt Carpenter for sure. We're moving in. We're picking out China patterns. It's going to be a whole thing. So Matt Carpenter coming off a big night home run the other night. Uh, two walks as well. Uh, Matt Carpenter, I think, is a, a lock to return value even at the 39. He's my favorite of the higher-end bats at first base tonight in terms of return on investment value. If you want to go down a little bit lower, you always have the upside of the power potential of Joey Gallo at 35. I know it's Paxton, but I expect some bullpen going on there. I would fade Ryan Zimmerman, 33. I really wouldn't go that route. Uh, Smoke is another guy, I think, because of the lefty-righty matchup there, or the lefty switch, I should say, him not hitting from the stronger side power-wise. I would also stay away from that. Although you've seen life out of Smoke recently, I think I would kind of continue to go back down the slate. 2,700 Miguel Cabrera, though, that sounds pretty good. Just two days ago, we were talking about, is Cabrera done? And he had a nice little game there, three hits. I think at 27 right now, you take the chance with Cabrera if you don't want to go all the way to Matt Carpenter. That's the fade. I don't care if the ownership is high. It gives you enough ability, especially in cash games, to roster a very worthy bat in the corner with real legit power still still with high batting average, still with good on base, and all the things that you want, and save some cash. All right, let's go to the other side of the diamond, third base. A lot of issues got going on right now. You got guys on the DL, guys out for personal reasons, illness, a whole lot of nonsense happening, but I want to start with Josh Donaldson at 4,100 here. He's got the lefty-righty matchup against Vargas, although Vargas doesn't give up a ton of home runs. Donaldson's just been on fire for the last week here. He's got uh, two multiple home run games, five home runs in the last week. 4,100, I'm willing to pay up for him. I think it's a better spot than paying up for Arenado or Bryant for sure. The ownership might be heavy, but that's okay. Just because it's chalk doesn't mean it's wrong. All right, Alex Bregman, 3,400. Uh, Bregman's had a better second half of late, falling off just a little bit, but I think Carson Palmer is just the kind of arm to get him right back on track. Like this matchup as well for him, I expect a lot of middle relief. 
and middle relief comes runs and runs equal points. So Travis Shaw at home, which we love, but against Arietta, I think I'm going to take a hard pass on that one. If you want to go cheaper, you've always got Adrian Beltre at 31. I keep saying it's time to let Moustakas go. I know we've been on him all year. We've been riding the moose all the way through, but it's just not happening right now. Moustakas, I think, needs to be let go despite how uh, nice the price might be. But I love, love, love paying up tonight for Donaldson. I think it's the wise investment. Let's go over to second base here. You got Jose Altuve, 4,100. Top of the board, Whitten Merrifield at 41. Dozier at 39. Dozier absolutely in play tonight at 39. If you do want to pay up at second base, he's certainly, I think, the top one on the board. Um, you know the power is going to be there. He's been walking a ton. He's got three walks in his last three games. On base percentage, good. That helps points. Daniel Murphy against the knuckleballer. It's an okay play. I don't love it. I think if you want a little bit of strange, I think it's doable. But I think unnecessary. Scooter Gannett's another guy that we've always been talking about here. Uh, since that big giant home run game he had. And look, he's gone on to have a pretty darn good season. He's in play against Carlos Martinez if you're using Arietta. If you're using Martinez, I think you just want to stay away from it. Sometimes I'll say that's the right kind of strange you want in your lineup where you get that one-off where a guy you really like the matchup. But unless you're using a different pitcher like a Hap or like a Keiko or an Arietta, I would stay away from Gannett. I wouldn't do that in the same exact lineup as Martinez tonight. I just wouldn't go there. I think you need all the help you could possibly get for Martinez to get that W tonight. So uh, DJ LeMahieu, uh, 3,300, doesn't offer a lot of power upside, but he does have a favorable matchup. However, the same exact price practically, uh, 3,200, Yohan Moncada against Keiko. Now, Keiko's a high-end pitcher. This is more like a, one of those spots where you want to see, all right, what's Yohan Moncada really made of? I'm a fan I'm a believer in Yo Mankata. I have been. Own him in a ton of dynasty leagues. Uh, to me, he is the absolute real deal. The power's for real. Everything's legit with him. This is a real test for him. And I feel good enough about his ability that I will take the risk at 3,200 if I'm not going to pay up for Dozier. I think Mankata is that mid-level guy that you can justify. Scope at 3K, also a guy you can justify in that mid-level as well. If you want to take a, a flyer, Rugnet Odor is a flyer, nothing more. You're hoping for you get a home run because that's really always been good for all year. But that is a strict multi-entry GPP lineup situation. I don't want to go with that as my only lineup. But uh, I do feel good about Moncada tonight, and I'll take that risk with him. All right, Trey Turner, 4,200, top of the board. Zach Cozart, 39. Cozart, as much as I love him, same thing goes for him. Scooter Gannett, Eugenio Suarez, all those guys. Well, Suarez is dealing with his own thing right now. But look... If you're starting Martinez, you can't even think about any of those guys tonight. You just can't. You need separation, okay? It's going to be too tight there. Elvis Andrus is in play against Paxson at 37, though. Uh, I like him a whole lot more than Anderson or Segura on this list, who are practically priced the same. Carlos Correa still on the bottom rung at 34, or should I say the mid-range, which is just, it's kind of laughable at this point, but I'm... I'm still riding this because he's only he's actually dropped a hundred dollars since the last podcast from thirty-five to thirty-four. I think he's got two to three times value in him. Uh I starting to heat up a little bit. He's playing better of late, which you see are the walks coming. I always talk about that. When the walks are coming, that is a good sign that players are having good at bats, seeing the ball well, getting good pitches to hit, so it's only a matter of time. So lock and load again. I know it's a big name, don't care. It's a big name for a reason, because he's got that kind of talent. Okay, if you're looking for a cheaper option, it's not the greatest. Uh, you can go with Jan Herbert, Solardis, and Russell, but again, that's really just looking for um, the one home run uptick. But Paul DeJong is the other guy against 
Homer Bailey that I think you want to lock into. Two home runs in the last two games, uh, really hitting well. Zhang's had a, a terrific season out of the blue, 24 dingers, 283 batting average. But I'll say this, I think the ownership will be high on Paul DeJong. Just keep that in mind. You might have to find some other ownership relief other places and tournaments in order to separate yourself because I think he is going to be very highly owned with that Cincinnati matchup with the cost and uh, of course Homer Bailey who we mentioned earlier if you want to pay up to the top for Trey Turner it's fine I just always go back to the same thing with knuckleballers I just I like to stay away from it because even though they have the gas can moments and as good as Trey Turner has been the last couple games I don't think at 42 tonight I really want to spend up there. I'd rather spend up on a couple other spots we talked about, like Donaldson, feel much better there, or spending up for a Dozier. All right. Over 2.5 million players have won cash prizes playing on FanDuel. To take advantage of our special offer for new users, sign up today at FanDuel.com slash RotoWire, and you'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus Free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than $1 million in cash prizes. With your first deposit on FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash RotoWire. Void where prohibited. All right, outfield. Let's do it. Charlie Blackman on the road in San Diego, 44. Expensive. I'm going to pass. Uh, Kiermaier, 39. Not enough of a price break for me personally to get excited there. Uh, forget Nick Castellanos at 41. I'm sorry. Just not getting there. I don't care what he's doing. Uh, you go down to the rest of this board here. You got Nelson Cruz uh, against the lefty Cole Hamels. Intriguing, but I think you can make more use of the outfield and the cost here because you got Tommy Pham at 36 against Homer Bailey. Yes, yes, yes. All the yeses in the world on him. Lorenzo Cain in Toronto. Don't love that against Hap. Uh, Domingo Santana, though, I do still like against Arietta if you're doing the Carlos Martinez end. Again, because there's not a lot of leeway here. We're not talking about the Scherzers, the Kershaws, the big one-offs where you can afford to start a guy you really like who's priced low like Arenado was a couple weeks ago against Kershaw and take that chance because he's so cheap. He's such a good hitter. And what do you know? Arenado ended up doing some good things in that game. I don't think you can do that with Santana and Arietta, but if you're not starting Arietta, I think Santana's absolutely in play tonight. Uh, the power, the speed, all of the above. Trey Mancini at 33 also in play tonight. Uh, Mitch Hanniger, who's a guy that I absolutely adored coming into the season. He started off as a house on fire, then the injuries, but a guy who's gotten better of late and starting to pick things up again. So keep that in mind here. Uh, he does have the good matchup, righty lefty against Hamels. It's not a, it's not a terrific value. I, if it was 2,900, it'd be amazing. 33 is okay. You're kind of paying for it, but I think it's one worth paying for. Uh, you're going to continue to go down this road. Byron Buxton at 3K. Absolutely love him against Zimmerman Detroit. That's a definitive lock and load. Um, you continue to go down here. Jesse Winker is another guy, too, if you're not starting Martinez. Offers a little bit of relief here salary-wise. The lefty-righty matchup is good. And Jesse Winker, who has been a top prospect of the Reds for a while. Power was really late to come. They're giving him a shot. And it's funny because all of a sudden now, hit the ball well shown some pop, which is good because that's what people are waiting for. The power stalled out in the minor leagues, but it's funny how you get a kid in a great American ballpark and things start going his way. There are going to be, because this is that time of year, a lot of low-priced $2,100 outfielders. So what I would recommend is finding one that you think is going to be in the lineup, putting them in a lineup, and then when you get closer to lineup lock around 6 o'clock, when all the lineups are out, see if that person's in the lineup in a good spot. And if they're not, and there's somebody else that's viable in that $21 to $2,300 price range of outfielders, 
then make that swap out with a guy who's hitting one. I'll give you, for instance, the other night Ichiro was hitting leadoff at $2,200. That's a great way to get salary relief, and it allowed me to go up to the board to get Aaron Nola and Giancarlo Stanton in the same lineup. And that was very, very useful because uh, Stanton, well, hit another home run. So that's the thing you want to keep in mind. That's that's the issues you've got there. Uh, right now, as I mentioned, Piscotti was a guy who's been pretty low cost. Some of the other guy, names around there too. Hunter Renfro is another one, 26, a little bit on that higher rung. Duvall all the way down at 25 still offers a lot of power in GPP. That's another guy to keep in mind. But you can find one of these $2,200 to $2,500 outfielders. Check. Be sure they're in the lineup. Then that gives you the relief to go up to the top of the board and afford some of the pitchers we were talking about earlier. Again, to recap those pitchers, I think Tanner Rourke is your solid GPP play. I think Arietta is my preference over Carlos Martinez. But again, it depends on your preference or if you're doing multiple cash games. You want to do a lineup with one, one with the other. That's fine. Still say Arietta is the safest of that group. And Jay Happ is a little bit more of that low-cost option that I think can give you a strong return and allow you to pay up for some of these big bats that we're talking about, like Donaldson. I'm, yeah, I keep going back to Donaldson tonight because it's just a lock and load kind of play, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for guys who are seeing the ball well, guys who have power, guys with high OPS, high on base percentage. Those are the guys that make a difference. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPS17. You can uh, obviously follow the rest of the crew at Rotowire. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.